Welcome to the Encourage Her Community Podcast. I'm Joe, your co-host here at Encourage Her. Welcome to the community. We are women who choose to encourage. In a world full of critics, we need more encouragers. Let's get some encouragement today. Happy Monday. Good morning, encouragers. It's Joe. Welcome back to the Encourager Community Podcast. Whether you're joining us on YouTube or listening to us on audio, welcome back. Happy Monday. We're so glad you're joining us again for another series in our um, series that we're currently running called Go and Make Disciples. And we have actually gone through, let's see, I think seven disciples of the original 12. And today we're moving on to another disciple. First, I just want to remind you, what is our mission here at Encourager? Our mission is to encourage you. Straight encouragement. That's what we're about. I myself am not a Bible scholar. I don't have all the answers. Um, I have maybe different life experience than you, maybe different opinions than you. But what we do have in common is that we want encouragement. You showed up because you need something, and I always need encouragement too. We also can be sisters and friends. So if you don't have people in your life that can encourage you, we can be a source of that. We all need it, right? We all need encouragement. And there's other women in your world that do too. When God came into your life and you found faith, he didn't just have you in mind. You're meant to share it. You're meant to spread it. You're meant to spread the hope that you have found. So that's what we're trying to do here at Encourager. And we really pray that you join us in that mission. Share this podcast. Um, Tell a friend about it. It's just free, right? It's free for the taking and for the spreading. So we just wanted to remind you of that. What's the whole point of this, right? All right. So getting into it, I have really enjoyed just kind of taking a week and thinking through each disciple. And the last few weeks, the disciples have had very little information on them, which has made my mind just kind of wander a little bit and think, a little more creatively, maybe. The Lord has added a few layers of content to these stories because there is not much content to go off of, which I've really enjoyed. So today is another story that is similar to that. Last week, we talked about Bartholomew, and he was only mentioned four times in the Bible. And every time he was mentioned, he was mentioned in a list. And we have the same thing here with our disciple today. We are going to be talking today about James the son of Altheus, and I'm probably mispronouncing that, Altheus, um, and he's also known as James the Lesser. So before I start, let me just open us up in prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for this time. Thank you for protecting it, providing it, and uh, just whatever it is that you'd have us focus on today, Lord. Uh, There's some reason why you wanted us to go through the disciples in this way, and each character being so different, let us just learn something from James today. Um, I hope that it speaks to someone's heart out there that may be feeling less today, that you can remind her um, that she is not less because you are more in your name. Amen. All right. So as we said, I'm just putting my little do not disturb on. Nobody bug me. All right. Um, So when I got into scripture, you know, we've been doing the facts about the disciple and then kind of some fun speculating or other historical evidence that we found about the disciple that we're not totally sure is true, right? So some of the facts, we know that James lived in Galilee. We know that he was one of the original 12. 
There's very little known about him. That is a fact. <laughs> um, in Mark 1540, and I want to read you my version of that. Mark 1540 is one of the listings where he is listed. Typically, he's just named in a list of other disciples as John, the son, I'm sorry, James, the son of Alphaeus. But here in Mark 1540, it says this. This is after the death of Jesus. There were also women looking on from a distance, among whom were Mary Magdalene the Mar- and Mary, the mother of James, the younger, and of Joseph and Solomon. So here he is named James the Younger. And in some versions um, of scripture, it says James the Less or James the Lesser. And because of this translation, Younger, um, it's kind of a speculation that they're saying he's younger than the other James, right? James, the son of Zebedee, who we've already talked about. And the Younger um, cause has been also, like we said, known as less. Um, so there's just a few little things about he, his name through scripture and just that he only appeared four times. There's nothing, um, distinctively mentioned about him. We don't get to know him very much. We don't hear him speak. He is at some of the pivotal parts in scripture, as you see here, looking on from a distance at Jesus's death, a pretty incredible moment. So he is involved in some really big moments in scripture, but he's just kind of one of the crowd, if you will. He's an onlooker. He's a participant. He's a one of the original 12. So that would mean that he was at the Last Supper and some of these really grand moments. And yet we don't know a ton about him, where we do know more about some of the other disciples. Um, historically, we understand that he died as a martyr, as many of the disciples did, under um, the reign of King Herod. And it is thought that this James, James the Lesser, was actually after being um, crucified, was sawed into pieces, a few sources said. So really sort of a grim, um, pretty harsh end to his life there. Um, A couple little things to speculate that we don't know for sure. It is not known which James wrote the book of James in the Bible. So it's kind of a controversial thing where different um, Bible scholars believe differently. So we're not exactly sure. He could have been the author of the book of James, but it doesn't seem like the evidence is pointing that way. It is also thought that he's possibly the brother of Matthew. So our meticulous Matthew, one of the first disciples we talked about, the tax collector, He, when Matthew came to know Jesus, he was listed as Matthew, the son of Altheus, just as James is also listed as the son of Altheus. So it's interesting to note, and they are speculating that they may have been brothers. And you see that in a lot of the disciples, there's a lot of brothers together. And then a few sources said that he was strong in character. I'm not exactly where, you know, sure where they're pulling that from. That's more, again, a speculation. We don't necessarily see a story that sort of speaks to his strength outside of, I would say, his martyrdom speaks to his strength. But we can assume maybe that he was um, yeah, a couple things. Probably we can assume that he was loyal because he was there till the end. He was also loyal and dependable because he continued on in the ministry after Jesus's death, continued being a missionary and um, spreading the gospel to his death. Um, And that that takes, I would say, some strength and some 
some guts, right? And so we can, those are just things we can speculate maybe about his personality. So what I was thinking through when I was thinking about James, the lesser, I just hear less. I'm sort of a slash completely a more person. Um, You know, I often say that I struggle with Eve disease. I just, I'm a discontent type gal. I want more, more, more. And that's not necessarily material things that I'm talking about, but if I have quiet time, I want more quiet time. If I'm stretching and my kids come interrupt my stretching session, inside of me, I'm discontent. I want more stretching. Um, If I'm on vacation and it's a four night vacation, I want another night. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's a frustrating aspect of my personality, but God does use my discontent for his good. Um, I tend to, um, you know, what's the word I would say in my discontent, I often seek things to do. So I do get, I feel like I get a lot out of life because I do a lot of life rooted in that discontent. However, you know, the struggle would be to find peace and contentment, right? Without having to do or without having to have. So when I hear less, I don't know if you're like me, that isn't, I feel I hear a negative right away. And yet in the last maybe 10 years or so, I've really leaned in to learning how to live less, um, how to do less, how to even absorb less material. I used to be someone who would listen to podcasts throughout the day, you know, many, many sermons a week. Um, and I'm just trying to listen to less because I do think it's more in the end. I think when you kind of are able to focus in on what God has for you in a season, you can just focus in on those things and other things need to go to the wayside. And there's real beauty and peace that comes from that. So I'm always learning and growing in that area. But when I hear less, I hear negativity. So I don't know if you are like me, you might hear less and just, oh, that sounds so lovely. <laughs> and I, I wish I could be more like you. Um, but I'm speaking to the girl that maybe feels like less and it maybe is thinking about that in a negative way. Like you feel less seen. You feel less capable. You maybe are feeling less worthy, less valued, even maybe less busy. I don't know. I'm thinking of maybe someone who just recently retired or, um, you know, just became single. I don't know what less looks like for you. And yet I know that many of us go through seasons where we feel like less And I also know that there is an enemy who would love us to stay there. He would love us to live in the lie that we are not worthy, that we are less worthy, that when we are feeling less, that we actually have less value. And there's just not truth in that. And the Bible just speaks completely against that. And God's word speaks completely against that messaging. So I'm here just to kind of use the the life of James the less who was not less, right? He was chosen by God to be one of the original 12 disciples. He was at the last supper, right? With the other disciples. He was at the death of Jesus watching that cross. So he is not less. He went on to spread the gospel and died, um, you know, a hero of the faith in martyrdom. Certainly none of these things would be described as less worthy than any other disciple. Absolutely not. 
Um, but maybe you're in a season like that. And I just want to kind of take this moment to encourage you in that season. And if you're not in a season where you're feeling like less, maybe this is something you share with someone else. Maybe this is something you come back to later because we're all, we all kind of ebb and flow in feeling our true value, unfortunately, right? I wish that wasn't the case, but it's, you know, it's as if God knew we'd need a reminder. He put it all down in a book, right? So we could be reminded of our value. Um, so I want to just remind you that in Genesis 1:27, it explains that we were made in his image. And is God less? I mean, is he a God of less? Is he less value? Of course not. He is of the greatest value. He is the great I am. And if we are made in his image, then that's just not true. <laughs> and that's from the beginning. That's the first you know, couple pages of scripture. We read that. We were made in his image. So that alone can encourage us. Psalm 139. I mean, boy, if you're feeling like less and you feel unseen, especially unseen and unknown, get into Psalm 139. It's beautiful. It's written by David. And it just reminds us that God created us. He knows our inner parts, right? He formed us in our mother's womb before anybody else, even our mother knew us. God knew us. What an incredible truth that is. And that means you have value. You have value to the person who matters the most, right? The one who you were made in the image of. Hebrews 12, 2 is more of an action step we can take in a season where we're feeling maybe less in some way. And Hebrews 12, 2 just reminds us to look to the perfecter of our faith. Look to the author of our faith. It always makes me think of the Lauren Daigle song, Look Up Child, when I hear Hebrews 12, 2. Look, look to him. Often when we're feeling less, it's because we're looking around horizontally. We're seeing her life and we're comparing it to our own. We're seeing her gifting and we're comparing it to our own. So we're looking at the horizontal relationships in our life. And when you're realizing that you're doing that, look up, child, right? Hebrews 12, to look to the perfecter of your faith. Look to the one who made you in his image, the one who knew you before you were born. Look to him and he will remind you of your value, that you are far from less. You are so much more. And then a couple other things, I looked up the word less and a couple ways that it is defined is a portion, a smaller portion or less important. And we know already, right? We know we are not less important. However, when we, as people of faith, as believers, the Bible does talk about um, dying to yourself so that God can be more. So there is a part of our journey that we do become less. We do become less. We do become less important than he is, but that's purpose so that he can be seen and that we are not seen. That when we have an encounter with another woman, let's say here on encourage her, right? We're trying to encourage someone that when she walks away, she doesn't say, wow, that chick is so great. She says, wow, her God is so great. So there's something to this less that's really important and beautiful and purposed. So we want to remember that, not less important, right? And then that word portion, it can be seen as a smaller portion. So, you know, if you're eating cookies and you eat less, you get a lesser portion. And uh, we can, again, view that as, as negative. If you were in a table of people and everyone got... Um, a similar portion of mashed potatoes, let's say, because I love them, and they gave me less, I'd be like, 
huh, give me some more potatoes, right? But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about in scripture, the word portion, meaning um, an inheritance um, and, and that God is our portion, that he is our ultimate source of joy um, and that we have access to that inheritance equally, equally. You know, he made us all in his image. So that means every human, whether believing or not, has access to the same inheritance of God and to the same portion of strength, of joy, of gentleness, of kindness, all that God is. We have access to the same portion. We will receive it differently and at different times, but absolutely we all have access to the same portion and that portion being Jesus, right? We all have access to that. So if you are in a season of feeling less, I'm just here to remind you today that it's a lie. It's a lie, right? James the less, James the lesser, he might have just been a few years younger, right? He might have just been a few years younger than the other James. Who knows? But we do know that he's he was of value. He was chosen. He was beloved. And so are you. Now, we take this message inspired by James the less and turn around and use it as encouragement in your own life. And then would you share it with her? Join me in being a woman who intentionally encourages. Thanks for joining me today. Uh, We will be back next week with yet another disciple. And throughout the week, remember, remember you're on mission. Remember you're on purpose and that you are looking for opportunities for encouragement. If you need prayer or you need an extra word personally, reach out to us. We'd love to encourage you. Have a fabulous Monday. Get out there and crush some goals and be a woman who encourages. Happy Monday. Ladies, I am so honored that you chose to spend some time with me this morning. I hope and pray that the word of God encouraged you and that you feel inspired to now get out into the world and be a woman who chooses to encourage. Remember, Encourage Her is a God-given, purpose-driven ministry. This podcast is for the taking. It's free for the sharing. Please share it with her. Also, remember to subscribe, like, and follow us on Instagram at Encourage Her Wellness for your daily, quick encouragements throughout the week. From now till then, stay encouraged and choose to encourage her. I'll see you next Monday. Love to you all.